we're still out. learning. <laughs> yeah, we're still learning. Hey everybody, this is Rylan and you're listening to Punch Drunk Vinyl, the show where Wes and I talk nonsense and don't really get anywhere and you guys are here for it and we love you for that. Anyway, uh, in this episode we kind of just attempt to talk about how we're both material boys, but we're really not. We're more than that. We're human beings. Beep boop. If you haven't noticed lately, our quality kind of sounds better, like the sound sounds pretty good from like the last few episodes compared to like the prior ones. And that's because we're getting this stuff mastered by Norman at TPG Studios. It's really awesome. He does a great job for us. I love the guy. If I could pronounce what TPG stands for, I would, but I can't. So I'm really sorry, guys. Anyway, TPG in Spokane, they do a great job. They do a lot of other stuff outside of like mastering my audio. They're actually like a studio where like bands perform and they record and they're like, I can't support them enough. I love them. I just wish I could pronounce the words that they put into form. Anyway, uh, here's this episode. Let's check it out. Beep boop. Uh, so, so can I start off with a funny story? It's totally in a sec. I mean, I'm not going to put it in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this is kind of a long story. Um, so I've got this neighbor. He lives like four houses away from me. And he's got four kids. And I've always had problems with these kids. Uh, my driveway is sloped. And they'll come to the top of the driveway and like, ride their bicycles down to yeah. the speed yeah. and then turn on to the sidewalk really quickly. Cool. I mean, so that I sounds have, fun if you're a kid. Yeah, but it also sounds like they're going to get hit by a car missing that turn and then like... Yeah, I mean, you live on a busy street so it's yeah. dangerous. I live on an ar- arterial. Yeah. Know, like, I don't want that. Um, a couple years ago, I sold my car. Um, I got rid of my old car and I took all the coins out uh, but I had some rocks in my front yard and I just put all the pennies and piles on the rocks so one day I'm at home, I'm looking out the window, and this the oldest kid is just sitting there, slowly picking up the pennies off the rocks. <laughs> and I just knocked on the window, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. I mean, he didn't know, he's just a kid. He thought they were he thought they were just free reign. Yeah, but they're like also on my property, right? Yeah, I know, but I mean yeah. they're a kid, like property lines don't matter. I wasn't that mad about that one. Yeah, and I mean I I'm not I'm not trying to defend these kids, I'm just gonna defend these kids. Yeah. So <laughs> Uh, yesterday, no, two days ago, I'm, I'm out in my front yard, I'm working on my front yard. Yeah. And this, the youngest of them comes up, and this kid's like eight. And he walks up, and is like, hey, excuse me, um, so I'm homeless, I don't have a home, but there's this house, like, you know, over there, and they said that if I could find 20, 25 bucks... They'd let me stay there. He said this to you? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> and like, I've been watching this kid like play in my front yard <laughs> for six years. Like, like since he was very small. Like, it's <laughs> like is, this is great. This I is know great. you. Like, they have no, this is awesome. I'm like, oh wow. I'm I'm really, I'm really sorry about that. Is like, do you have any money? I'm like, no, I I don't. You know, because I'm not going to explain to him, like, debit cards. And it's like, (laughs) 
well, you look like you have money. How'd you get all this stuff if you don't have money? You know, because I'm <laughs> like there with a wheelbarrow and a shovel. Oh my and God, it's like, these kids I, suck. All right, if I had money, someone else would be doing this. They don't right? understand. Like, this is funny though. I was like, yeah, this the shovel, you know, or I, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't have any money because I bought all this stuff. And it's like, how much was your shovel? <laughs> <laughs> you said that to you? Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh it was God. about 20 bucks. It's like 20 bucks could buy me a home. <laughs> All right. And then, oh so, God, these kids. He, he like walks away and I watch him, you know, walk away back to his parents' house. <laughs> uh, and then he grabs like a scooter that I always see him riding around on. And uh, he, he like, is running with it, but not riding the scooter. And he brings it back to my house. And poor neglected kid probably just needed like some needs attention. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, and it's like, how do you ride this? I don't know how to ride this. I'm like, I've, I've seen you ride your scooter. By my <laughs> You're house. so annoyed by this kid. <laughs> I'm not like, I'm, I'm like moderately entertained, but like also like. Check yeah. out your artwork done, man. What what happens when I'm not here and they're just a little bit older? Do they break into my house and try to steal the 25 bucks? I don't, I don't know. know, man. You yeah. seem old and white right now. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, but, you know, so I'm like, yeah, you just put one foot on it and kick. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he, like, just goes tearing off on a scooter because he does it all the time. <laughs> He's been riding this scooter, you know, oh, forever. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He just wanted to fuck with you. This is great. Yeah, and, and so today I was back out working in my front yard. And uh, he comes by and is like, so uh, I found this shovel and a rake. And I made the 25 bucks all by myself and the family let me move in. And it's just like, good for you, man. I like gave him a high five. Like, Glad you're off the street. Glad you're off the street, man. Yeah. Uh, tell that kid we don't joke about homelessness. They gave him a big lecture. Uh, that's a great story. Uh, my neighbor kids are not as entertaining as yours. They also think they're afraid of me. But they ride their bikes down my driveway. I don't really care. I don't live on trail, so I just let them do it. Yeah. But they always go, like, throw their balls in my backyard, and then, like, leave the fence open, you know? Uh, they go get their balls. So I tried to explain to them that I have an invisible dog. That they need to make sure the fence is closed so that he doesn't get out, you know? So that, like, Chowder doesn't get out. And they, like, would not believe me that I had this dog that needed to like, be kept in the yard. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, you're, like, seven. You should believe this. Like, this should work. <laughs> So now I'm just like, close the gate. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's about it. So, uh, and never, they don't really interact with me anymore. One time I was like mowing the lawn. I have headphones in and I look up and there's like all three of them. And they like hand me a cat and go, do you want a kitten? And I said, no, <laughs> and I like gave it back to them. And then they left. <laughs> uh, this, yeah. Who doesn't want a kitten? That's why this they guy, I know you don't. I, mean, I don't have time, man. Time for a kitten. Oh man! Anyway, yeah. they're they're really nice kids though. Uh, but yeah, I like your neighbor kids. I've never talked to them. That's no. exactly what I want out of a neighbor kid. Exactly. Yeah, they're super polite. When I say hi to them, they greet me, and that's yeah. about it. Like yeah. it's great. It's yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah, that was my weird story. Uh, that's a great story. Yeah, thank you. Um, I wanted it on record. Because someday I'll be old and I won't remember my life and I'll be listening to these podcasts and I'll be like, oh yeah, that kid. 
That's exactly it. I think that if we're doing this for anybody, it's for us when we don't remember this stuff. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so uh, we want to talk about materialism. I mean, like, it's funny because uh, I've just been having this, like, I've been in a real, I mean, I've been in a funk for a while, you know, but I've been getting out of that funk. We talked about that last time, but mm-hmm. uh, my turntable recently, like, stopped working and it started, like, scratching some of my records. And I, so I took it apart, tried to fix it, didn't work and fix it. It's also like a shitty turntable, so it's about time to get a new one, especially with how many records I have and buy and how much I listen to them. I need to like invest in something quality. I only keep this one around because it's sentimental to me because my dad gave it to me. Um, but, you know, it's lived a good life, and I need to let it go. So, anyway, until I get a new turntable, I can't put any records on. And every morning, like, it's part of my routine. Every day, like, when I get from work, I put a record on. Like, it's just part of my, like, it's a habitual, it's a habitual ritual, like, <laughs> for me to do that, right? Yeah. And so this sounds weird, but like playing music through my phone into my speakers, I, it doesn't, it's not the same. No. And I, uh, it's, it's weird to me because I'm like, okay, like I'm just listening to music. It should be fine. But like the process of picking the music is different. Everything about it is different. Um, you know, and then if my phone's in my pocket and I walk too far away, the Bluetooth cuts out. <laughs> like, you know, like that doesn't happen with a record. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's just, it's been such a trip. And so I, I've been really bothered by it and I don't even know how to feel about it and how to like describe what, how it's like throwing a wrench into my routine and my life right now. But it's weird how it's made such an impact. Well, it's, it's part of your, your morning steps, right? Like every morning you wake up, uh, you put on a record, you grind your own coffee, your coffee process (laughs) is like, I would need coffee to make coffee for myself if I had a process like you right like yeah yeah you hand grind you use a a pour over yeah like yeah you know, like the um, whole the whole process is like 10 minutes it's maybe like it's like maybe like 15 yeah it's like 10 to 15 minutes Ugh, fuck that. it's actually most of the time it's like one side of a record and then when i go to brew the coffee like to actually put the water through it yeah. i flip the record over before i do that Otherwise, it'll stop like mid brew, and then I don't like that. So I like, well, it depends on the record, but um, yeah. It's like side A uh, is like the grind and the water boiling, side B is the pour over. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so I, I like that you texted me back and said, uh, yeah, like that's interesting. Let's talk about it. And then yeah. like materialism came up, which is what you said. And I'm like, yeah, like that yeah. sounds great. Well, yeah, because you know, we both grew up in this, in this era um bazooka where like you know um brad pitt you're not your fucking khakis you know like (laughs) yeah 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 i mean no dude i mean anti-materialism was like so huge and we also like we like we talked about this before where like you you wanted your life goals were like never to buy a house and i had that same goal yeah. You know, I was like, yeah, I'm going to rent forever or whatever. Or I'm like, you know, I'm not going to buy a home and like need to have like whatever. And now I'm like all about it. Yeah. You know, uh, stuff like that is like, it's funny how we change and grow up. And um, man, the plastic bag effects are going to be my favorite. I'm sorry. <laughs> so it's fine. Uh, but yeah, so uh, are we going to just jump to some quick lyrical references of being material boys? Um, well, I, I guess when, when we, 
when I'm thinking about materialism, I don't necessarily think because I still, it still kind of makes my skin crawl when I think of the term materialism. Sure. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, and you think of like, do you think of like an obsession of things or like, you know, or like there are all these toys or what? Yeah, all these toys, nicest stuff. Yeah. Spending money that you don't need to spend on. On shit you don't need. On shit you don't need. Okay. Um, I, as a person, am so unimpressed by nice cars. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a car person either. I get that. Yeah, like. But like, I'm also, I'm also the dude that like buys like the newest version of the Prius every like time they make a new model because I dig all the technology that's fucking but, but that's stupid but also like nobody would call that a nice car <laughs> they would be like they want like you know Teslas or muscle I, cars or whatever yeah I'm thinking BMWs yeah 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 sure Audis you know, and stuff like that yeah and it's just like, yeah those are I'm more impressed yeah by your Prius <laughs> than I am by an M5 right yeah I don't, I don't even know what an M5 is. It's a BMW. No, it's a hand-built one. Is that what that is? I do know what it is. Okay. It's not hand-built. Oh, whatever. What is it? It's like, cool. I don't. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> you don't have to get into that detail. We're talking about how we don't care about those things. Fair. Fair. <laughs> uh, I was raised by BMW people, so like, uh, I know. So you know an M5. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But yeah, so, uh, I mean, well, actually, maybe that's part of, is that part of your anti-ness to it? Is it your, how you're raised in it? Around materialism? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think cool. so. Cool. Um, I saw a lot of objects that were very nice that didn't make anyone happy. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But, um, conversely, a nice stereo, improved sound, quality... Like, yeah, yeah, actually, you know, it's part of your day to day thing. Yeah, did I actually? I'm dying for that new turntable to get here. I like, I like, it's like yeah. almost my birthday. I got myself my birthday present, which is like gonna be like the nicest turntable I've ever owned and will ever own for a while. Yeah. It's gonna last me some years. Yeah, um, I'm super stoked. Yeah, good, but yeah, but that's an, that's an investment. Like, I mean, for me, that's that's an investment to it will bring me joy, but also, uh, like. You know, it's going to maintain, like, the quality of all these records. I'm going to have, like, a nice needle on there. Like, all these things are, like, not going to scratch it. Like, it's actually going to be really well balanced and, like, you know, not wobbly or weird. And, like, all, and, you know, there's no plastic in it. It's, like, all nice metals and wood. And, like, uh, and uh, the needle's super fabulous, like I said, too. Stuff like that that's, like, really important to, like, the yeah. longevity of your record collection, right? Yeah. And so this is something that I'm so invested in and, like, it's a big part of my life anyway. Yeah. You know, I... I should, I deserve, like, they deserve to have, like, a nice turntable, and so do I in that yeah. sense, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's kind of, like, good timing, I guess, that this one crapped out. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. I guess, but it did put you on the spin. Yeah, I mean, I'm still, like, I came up from work today, and I did not know what to do, because I like, would come in and I'd put a record on, typically, and I'm, like, I walk in, and I'm, like, I put my stuff down, I, like, change my clothes, whatever, and I'm, like, you know, get out of my, as you call it, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Your suit of oppression, you know? Uh, I could get out of that outfit and uh, change into something comfortable. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> yeah. I have lots of things for clothes that yeah. I wear to work. I don't remember ever calling it my suit of oppression, but. <laughs> you did, and I love it. It's, it's stuck in my mind ever since you said it. 
Does it sound like something you'd say? Because it does. It sounds like something it says. <laughs> uh, I also call them my wage clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. So, so yeah, so it throws off the whole like I've just been in a funk after yeah. from it. But I, I guess like I don't know. Jump back to materialism. Yeah. So you know, growing up like really punk rock and like anti anyway. Yeah. That was something I you know. I carried pretty hard, you know, and then I think I thought I believed in it really hard too. Of like, you know, I I don't, I don't need nice things. I don't want nice things. I I don't, you know, all that type of stuff. Yeah. I think as you get older, though, a little bit of that changes. Where you're like, you know, I want something nice. I want this or that or that. But it's not not like I think maybe that's a different level, different thing than materialism and what you're describing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, the the other trap of materialism that I I see that you have sidestepped, sidestepped way better than than anyone that i've known okay what's that uh you know consumerism and plastics and throwaway culture and oh stuff yeah like, man. like like as soon as something is broken you just toss it yeah like actually that. i just had this conversation with somebody recently because my vacuum is broken hmm. and they were like oh you're gonna get a new one i was like no this is like my i love this vacuum yeah. i'm gonna get it repaired <laughs> like yeah. there's a vacuum repair shop right down the street that's yeah. been there since i was a kid I don't want to support that guy's business for one. Yeah. And also, like, I want to fix my vacuum. Yeah. Like, I don't need to throw it away and get a new one. It works. It works great. It's just like this little spinny thing is broken. That's all. Like, I, I can, yeah. why would I just chuck it? But that's what, like, that's part of that consumerism thing, which is yeah. just like, yeah, throw it in the landfill or in the ocean, whatever, get a yeah. new one. It's actually, like, cheaper to replace than a repair. Yeah. I mean, in some, some things, you probably are. I mean, I think a lot of things are. But yeah. I don't know. I'll find out how much my vacuum repair bill is. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, it's funny. Like I, I didn't even have, I, I think I actually, you know, hold on. I did have that thought, um, uh, about just getting a new one. And I was talking to our friend Jay, uh, who told me that like, why don't you get it repaired kind of thing? Cause he's also like very in tune with this stuff. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, Oh, that's a great idea. Like there's one down the street. Anyway, but I was like, I, I think my first reaction was like, I got to buy a new vacuum shit, you know, like, yeah, I got to get a new vacuum. It's broken. But it's like, that's been, we've been like trained to do that. Yeah. You know? So I'll admit that. Yeah. I fell that fell into that trap for sure. Well, and, and the funny thing is like cars and homes you repair. Yeah. But anything less expensive than those two things generally, you just you get replace, new ones. Right. Yeah. Um, and it is so absurd. Some yeah. of these things are so easy to replace. Well, yeah, it's actually, I mean. Or, that, or I'm sorry, not replace, repair. Yeah, that, I knew what you meant, but yeah. 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 Do you feel that, like, that's changed as you've grown up? As, like, from being so anti as a teenager and, like, in your early 20s? Or is it just something that you still hold on to? You just, it's just, a, you're just old now. I think it's changed. Yeah. Um, I think I'm more anti-consumerist. Yeah. Than I am anti-materialist. Did you just now realize that? Like in this conversation? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Because like a lot of a lot of stuff is like, oh, I like I can make that. You know, my coffee table, I can make that. Like I don't Yeah. Need totally. to go buy a coffee table. Yeah, dude. I mean I just did that with my record storage. Like yeah, I can repurpose some wood and make myself some record storage instead of going to IKEA and spending $150 on this thing that everybody else has, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And you're you're keeping shit out of the landfill. Yeah. And you're making something that is unique to you. Yeah, totally. And that you love. Yeah. So are we talking about consumerism today instead of 
instead of uh, materialism? materialism? I, I mean, I think they're both wrapped together, right? Okay. No, uh, like, because it was sold to us as anti-materialism when we were kids. Yeah. But we should have been sold anti-consumerism. We should have been calling it consumerism, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, because some possessions become so intertwined with your life that, like, you have purposely put the record player in a really important part of your life. It plays yeah. an important role. Yeah. Man. Like, yeah, totally. Uh, yes, and I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it, you know, and that's a material possession, but that doesn't mean that it's bad. It doesn't, yeah, you know, no, it, it gets what it puts in. Sort oh, of. dude, I get so much value and joy out of that, like in my life. And that's actually yeah. what I like. Maybe that's what I like, light bulb, you know, maybe that's what I was missing this past week. That's what I the funk was. It wasn't that I was like, you know, confused on how to play music, it's just that, like, that process yeah. brought me joy you know yeah. and like made me feel good and yeah. I, I liked that and I miss it yeah I, I'm smiling thinking about it dude it is seriously the centerpiece of your living room yeah it literally is yeah yeah like yeah and what, what's the record count up to now I don't know six something yeah so like yeah so you have 600 something records and no way to play them <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah. yeah like, that's sucks. actually yeah. That's what's driving you nuts. Yeah. I mean, um, also, I just got a bunch of new ones. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't put any of them on. Uh, also, like, I, I was thinking about that, too. Like, I, I want to play on the new re- turntable when I get it. Like, I'm going to play like, some old classics, some, like, yeah. old, some OG stuff I haven't listened to in a long time, you know? Yeah. Pull something else out. Not just throw the new stuff on right away. I'm going to have, like, a whole day of just, like, yeah. geeking out with this thing, man. Oh, that's um, nice. Actually, I'm really excited. I got the day. I took the day off. Today, it's getting delivered. <laughs> so, I can, like, I mean, it's like... It's like my, one of my normal days off anyway, but it's getting delivered on a day that I'm like hoping it shows up early enough that I can play with it all day, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, which would be really fun. Yeah. But yeah, so, um, yeah, man, that's great. I, I'm glad we've unwrapped what I've been going through this past week <laughs> because I was like maybe like feeling a way about it to where I was like confused, upset. Like, not understanding exactly why I was feeling the way I was feeling. I knew, like, the cause of it. I just think I couldn't put a word to the feelings, right? Yeah. We've done that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, what, what's, uh, what do you think the first album we put on will be? Oh, I already decided it's probably going to be uh, Coheed and Cambria's and Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3. Okay. I've listened to it forever. Uh, a friend of mine just got a copy of it and was talking about how great it sounded. And I was like, you know what, dude? I'm putting that on when I get my new turntable because I've listened to it in probably a year or more. Um, and like all the little intricacies and stuff of that, like that in the, in the music, uh, I really want to hear. Yeah. And I'll have this brand new turntable with this really cool equipment to just check it out to. Yeah. Cool. That's going to be number one. Cool. Yeah. Stoked. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well now, now I'm going to think about like, if I had to go a week without records, what, you know, like, what are you going to put on afterwards? Yeah. It's going to be, like, more than that. Like, it's going to be, like, two weeks. Because I was on vacation the week before, right? Yeah. And I was, like, buying records on vacation. <laughs> yeah. in record stores in Yahats, Oregon. Yeah. Or, like, when I was in the Dalles, Oregon, like, this little record store in the middle of nowhere. Cool. Shout out to, I think, like, today's memories, tomorrow, today's tomorrow's memories, something like that. Anyway, it's a really cool little record store. And then the other one was Perpetua Records in uh, Yachts, Oregon, which was cool. Cool. Woman-owned uh, record store inside of a guitar shop. She has, like, the upper floor of this guitar shop and sells records there. 
Cool. I bought a bunch from her that I haven't even got to listen to yet. Uh, I'm super excited. But yeah, anyway, uh, cool stuff. So yeah, like it's been two weeks. So yeah, two weeks without. Yeah. So Desert Island records, <laughs> records you're going to put on, right? So two weeks, two weeks without hearing Bamboo Leisure Turntable, what are you going to put on? Our first album, The Clash, London Calling. Really? Yeah. Hands down, instantly, Clash, London Calling. Yeah, like, it took me a bit. That's a great record. It is a great record. It's an album that I have, like, I've listened to like three times on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Because like I've listened to it so much. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's actually, it's, it's so good, too. Yeah. Yeah, great but, choice. But, you know, and then like, Probably after that, probably listen to like a bunch of Mariah Carey. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Also, uh, that's gonna be really fun too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah, but Coheed and Cambria. I mean, that's a good choice. Like something you haven't listened to in a year. Yeah, it's, it's probably been over a year, maybe. It's been yeah. a while since I've listened to that record, and um, I like the album a lot. I yeah. Uh, I looked up like you know, that one that I got was like. 2014 when I bought that and then okay. like that pressing came out and uh, I mean I've probably listened to it a handful of times since then but it's one yeah. of my favorite of their records yeah. it, it, it goes back and forth between being one of my like my top favorite before uh, SSTB or um, like Good Apollo but okay. yeah I, uh, I'm i excited to put it on it'll be really fun it, yeah so yeah it's gonna be I don't know it and, sounds really gratifying I, yeah I think I'm also gonna like you know you know how you do like listening parties you know where you put a playlist together you, you grab five or six records that you're gonna play that you want to check out as people come over yeah i'm gonna do that for myself for like a day like yeah but i have like the next you know couple days to put that list together yeah of what i'm gonna put on that'll be really fun what else we got today i mean this is like a pretty short episode we may just we're gonna keep talking about uh consumerism beep boop yeah, you know, the, the worst part about complaining about consumerism is, like, it is so much of what we do. Like, right now, we are consuming. You know, I guess for from, like, a sustainability pers- perspective, yeah. you know, there's, there's something in between, like, buying really shitty clothing and buying really nice clothing. Like, yeah. it's absurd to buy a suit for $3,000. Yeah, it is. But also, if you buy a suit for 300 bucks, it's going to wind up in the landfill after, you know. I mean, like, you probably still get a decent suit for 300 bucks. Yeah, if you bargain shop. Sure, yeah. You piece, yeah. It, piece it together, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, But also, like, but what is the, that? There's something in between throwaway culture and, like, just buying something because you can you know, yeah. you know the throwaway culture makes me think about Amazon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like this company that's just like is like the center of like a lot of people's universes, right? Yeah. To where you can get whatever you want in two days yeah. and you don't like it, you either send it back, they probably just throw it away. Yeah. Or whatever. And then uh, you know, and if, if also if you don't or if you don't like it, you just throw it away and you buy another one because it was like five dollars on Amazon and free shipping. Yeah. You know? It makes me think of Walmart first, but I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I think they both suck. Uh, yeah, and they're selling you stuff that's, like, very poorly made, you know. Yeah. And we've, I try- we've both been poor. Like, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. The, this is what you can buy at the time. You buy, yeah. you know. Well, there's, like, a truth to that saying of, like, you get what you pay for. I get that. Right. right. But, like, that doesn't apply to $3,000 suits. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
That doesn't, yeah. Well, $1,000 suit, I think I can. I mean, I'd say like a $500 suit, you're going to be good to go. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I mean, that's still like a lot of money for some clothing. Yeah. No. It's like, also, what's your name for that? Like, if you're here to your work outfit or if it's like so much, you got a, you got a name for it? What I got on? No, I mean, no, but with the suit. What would the name of the suit be? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you don't have to come up with one on the spot. I just thought about it. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, we are consumers. We are consuming. Uh, yeah. You know, like that's that's just constantly what we do. So you can just be responsible about it. But, you know. Like we're telling teenagers how to grow up, be responsible about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, don't yeah. don't consume more than you need. Yeah. I mean, I. Yeah, but while I overeat and shrink too much. Yeah. You know. That's that's consuming big time. But yeah. I do that too. Overeating, especially, I love. I talked about that a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, is is uh is the fact that I own like you know, 23 plants consumerism? Like, am I... Is that bad? Should uh, I stop buying plants? Do I need this many plants? Well, Who knows? I mean, I think I, I do. They make I, me happy. Actually, I I had I had a thought during this conversation about, like, talk about plants. <laughs> yeah, right? really? Yeah. Right? And so... But you, your, your plants are, you know, living... Yeah, it's nice they're not dead yet. I mean, like, most of yeah. them are doing... I mean, I'm about to kill one of them, but I figured out how to save it. But anyway. Yeah, your, your plants all look good. They're living. Um, yeah. But they're not, like, cognitive. You know? I mean, you know, I talk to them. <laughs> That's a one-sided <laughs> conversation. You know, I think they like it, though. It's okay. I have a 12-year-old. It's not cognitive. <laughs> uh, you know, but, like, they grow. They They live. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, also, they I, consume a lot of water. Am I wasting a lot of water on plants? What do you think water is for? Like... I mean... Yeah, like... like, like, like house plants, dude. Like, water is for, like, real plants. <laughs> like... Are they not creating oxygen out of the bullshit that comes out of our mouth? I mean, I don't know. I They, they definitely <laughs> are, are changing carbon to oxygen, like... In my living room. In your living room. All right, that's great. You know, like... But that's something that's a lot of water. Uh, anyway, I just... Uh, I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, this is this is where they need to be. It's a good place for them. Fair point. I mean, I, but yeah, when you talk about... But I... You know, they grow, they live life, lives of their own. And honestly, your houseplants make me think of your vinyl collection simultaneously. It's like, <laughs> his vinyl collection has a life of its own. And then it's it right, like, rewarding to live with just like his house plants. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just they, they go together. They enjoy each other. Yeah. You know? Plants and records. But like yeah. you yeah. don't you don't have anything what do you in do? in your in your living room or in your house really outside of your car that costs more than your vinyl collection. Like you don't have like Oh no it, you don't have anything insanely extravagant in your house. I mean, I've got a really nice whiskey collection. That's true. Yeah. So, I mean, if we don't have our consumerism or whatever, like, that's yeah. something that I, I mean, does it bring me joy? Yes. <laughs> um, maybe that's what we should be talking about. I keep coming back to that. Like, does it bring you joy? Because I think what you hit on earlier about about uh, materialism is like, you know, you saw it. You saw all these things that didn't make anybody happy, right? Yeah, spending money to spend money. 
Yeah, no, I mean, these things make me happy. Yeah. Whenever I drink them. <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, you know, but, but still, like, do I need that? There we go. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to say yes, but that's also just the fact that I'm sipping it right now. Yeah. I don't, it's not a necessity. I mean, there's a, there's a need and a want, right? I want them. I don't yeah. need them. Yeah. Well, we deserve to have some of the things that we want. Everybody deserves to have things they want, right? Everybody yeah. does. Like some, some of them. No, no, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm within reason. I'm not talking about, uh, like, millionaires, you know? But, like, any, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to get on too many different freaking topics here because we've just, we're jumping around. Wait, we've like, ran, this is a very poorly constructed, uh... Yeah, this episode sucks. Like, I mean, that doesn't suck. It just, it's not, it's not cohesive in any way. It's not our best. It's not our worst. It is. <laughs> Closer to our best than our worst. That's, no, I'd say the other way around. Um... Uh, who knows if we'll even air, man? Ah, we could just release the Spence of the Week. We could just put this on freaking Patreon for free. Anyway, yeah. Um, you want to do our... You want to do Spence of the Week? Yeah. Yeah? Beep, boop. Who do you want to go first? I mean, I'll talk about my Mogwai record first if you want. Did you listen to it? I did. So, uh, yeah, it's like the 2020 record. Uh, it is... Yeah. A really as the love continues is the name of the album. Fucking interesting soundscape. So have you listened to Mogwai before at all? The band? I feel like I have, but it had been a while. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's never been like a, a big band for me. It's it's not. I think I I feel like I listened to some of their stuff like a decade ago. Yeah. And I liked it, but it's probably when I was playing it for you. Probably. Yeah. Or you recommended it to me, um, but. I went through yeah. a big Mogwai phase, like about a, like 15 years ago. So when I when I first found them, it was through this album they put out called Rock Action, which is like, it came out in 2001. I found it around like 2008, probably, or something like that. Okay. Which is when you and I met-ish. Um, yeah. And I got like super into that record. Um, maybe I found it before them. Anyway, uh, I and I just started listening to a bunch of their stuff. They're just, it's these like big, like big, intricate, like, high like I don't know these big intricate builds of music that just like climax and like fall down and come back up and every one of those like climaxes and peaks and valleys like feels unique and it's just like really great music I mean they're I guess they're described as like you know post rock is what you might, might, might call yeah. them or like but they can all be like math core or like they've fallen into like shoegaze category maybe but yeah. not really uh, but this newest album man, As Love Continues came out in 2020 and then, like, through 2021, it was, like, it, I was, like, this could be one of my favorite records this year. Because I, like, I got it, like, the beginning of this year. And I was yeah. just, like, holy shit. Um, it reminded me of that first listen to Mogwai, you know, 15 years ago when I fell in love with them. Yeah. But uh, what did you think about it? So, so I, was, I was listening to this uh, while I was on a run. Oh, man. Um, yeah, it's... it's different to run to yeah I, i've not i mean it's, I, it's something i, I want to relax to I, um, yeah yeah i wouldn't say it wasn't like great and it wasn't terrible like i've listened to better albums to run to i've listened to worse well, but i think the slow the builds would be really fun like some like the guitar and like the synth and like drums and stuff are really cool <clears> they could they could build you up and make you feel like pumped up to run to but overall it's like relaxing like ambient yeah. noise it, it you know, is it's a lot like of very ambient, ambient 
And also, yeah. there's not a lot of lyrics in this record, too, so it could be like two tracks have lyrics on them, which I, is like... I actually really like that. Yeah, that's very much a Mogwai thing, which is funny that uh, Rock Action, the album that I like, has like a ton of lyrics on it. Like, a lot of songs yeah. have lyrics on it. But it's like different vocals from other musicians and bands. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it, it's, a, it's a very instrumental record. Yeah. They're, they're an instrumental band. They actually do... Um, I don't know if you knew this, but they do a lot of soundtracks. Like, so they, before this album came out, yeah. they've done like a ton of soundtracks for movies and stuff. And like, I believe that, yeah. And oh, their music fits perfectly, right? Yeah. Like these big, huge, epic builds and stuff, you know? Um, but yeah, so I listened to it while running. I, sorry, I didn't, I didn't, sure it's told you not to do that. Ah, oh, that's, that's fine. I would have done it anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, fair point. It's when I had time to listen to music. Yeah. Um, so my first takeaway is, like the most and I don't I wish I was more familiar with like effects terms yeah yeah, yeah. I mean there's a lot of distortion just call it distortion yeah yeah um <clears throat> most interesting use of distortion on this album that I like I've ever heard like yeah it actually I was trying to while I was running I was like if we stripped away all of this, right? Yeah. How good would it be? Oh, probably so great. But well, you know. You mean the distortion? They're saying, yeah, interesting. No, no, no. If we stripped the distortion off of yeah, this, yeah, yeah. like, how good would it be? Yeah. Because it was a line where, or it was a point where it was, I think it was a keyboard. It wasn't a guitar. It was yeah. a keyboard heavily distorted. Yeah. It was just playing, it wasn't playing chords. It's playing four notes. Yeah. Really slowly. Yeah. Right? And it, it sounded fucking great, yeah. right? It sounded so good. I was in a groove. Like, I was maybe a little dehydrated, a little out of it. <laughs> but, like, holy shit. I was, like, really in this groove. And I was like, okay, so is this an example of, like, this always sounds good? And, like, you can just throw distortion on it? Or is the distortion the art in this piece? I think... Yeah, yeah, I think this distortion is a big part of the art. Definitely. Right. Yeah, because it would be just not enough to keep your yeah, but it's not like mind. but it's not like the it's not like I click a dis- button called distortion that then distortion. No, right, right. you know, like there's right, right. Yeah, there's yeah, like yeah, work yeah. that goes into this, right? Uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's compression like, and delay yeah. for us. I mean, their skill set, like yeah. the, how they perfected their sound, it is it's crazy cool. No, it's it's it's. A lot. They've, there are a lot of knobs involved in getting just that sound. It is incredible. But like, I just, so it sent me on this very internal trip yeah. that I was listening to while jogging to this album. Like, <laughs> of, of, and like, don't, they're obviously skilled musicians. If you took away, like, all of their electrical stuff and just gave them pianos. They'd make wonderful music. Yeah. But this is the music that they love, like, that they like to make. I'm not saying that they're um, bad musicians. It's just, I, I started thinking about, like, effects as its own instrument, which I've never really considered. Sure, yeah. You know, I'm like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, the uh, distortion and effects, it's like, it's, that's like a whole... Yeah, it, it, that, I like that thought. I, I, never, I never thought about it, but calling it its own instrument is very cool. Yeah. Um, and that is like a big, that's a big part of this band. I mean, like, they also, I think they've evolved in, into that. Yeah. They've all had, kind, of, kind of always had the same sound, but they've got records that jump around kind of different genres and like yeah. different uh, times. But 
Um, it is a lot of just droning, like melodic yeah. guitar and like really cool drums and like really the bass lines they have are like super melodic and just like yeah. catchy and fun. And they're not super distorted either. It's just like some of that synth guitar. I mean, like in the keyboard is, um, yeah. but yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed that record. I really wanted you to listen to it because I've been digging it for a fucking minute. Yeah. I really, I really loved it. Um, I, mean, I, won't, so, I won't run to it again, no, but it was... I'm going to ask you what you, what would be your uh, activity you'd like to do while listening to that record? Uh, so the other day I got so tired that eventually I laid on the floor and listened to records and just laid on my like wooden floor. Yeah. And it was, the floor was cold and I just I did a lot. stared at my ceiling. I would like to do that. You should. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, that's what I would do. Yeah. I mean, it's really chill. I mean, it's really relaxing music, too. I've yeah. had people tell me they've fallen asleep to it. One yeah. guy that I turned on to Mogwai a long time ago told me he almost fell asleep driving, and I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I like to put it on, like, when I'm, like, yeah. cooking or, like, when I'm, like, doing stuff. And, like, you know, it's it's not just good, like, not, like, background noise, because, like, yeah. you can focus on the instruments and hear the music. But it's, like, just peaceful, you it, know? And that's what I really yeah. like about it. It's, like, I get, like, a kind of a centered piece out of it where I'm just like, okay, yeah. I'm in my zone, I'm doing this thing and I feel good. That was, that was the other thing that's like, uh, that I thought about. It's not just like crashing out of exhaustion, which is normally how I crash. Yeah. But uh, taking a moment when I'm just feeling overwhelmed yeah. that I'm doing. And like, honestly, I'm not an important person like nothing <laughs> that I really feel driven to do matters to yeah. anyone else. Sure. Outside of me and my kid, no one depends on me. Yeah. Okay. So like I can lay on the floor. Yeah. When I'm like just feeling too pulled. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. And just listen. And so. And that's calm, man. Maybe, yeah, this maybe that is the time. Yeah. To listen to Mogwai. Totally is. Yeah. Totally is, man. I. That's great. All right, so lay your spin of the week on me because it's new to me. I'm excited about it. Drop it like it's hot. So uh, I'm going to butcher the name. Okay. Ndu Mokdar. Okay. Afric. Afric. Vivten. It's yeah. French. Yeah. Okay. Uh, super, super fun album. Yeah. Uh, it is really fun. Yeah. So that this guy. How did you find this guy? Because also, like, not, not not to before we get too far. Yeah, you're like, uh, like lately, you've been like relatively relevant <laughs> in like your picks of stuff. Like, you're picking yeah. these records that are like brand new, and these artists that are like coming on the scene, like pretty hip, dude. And I've always called you the boomer of the group, and you know, like, you're doing a good job. This is a hip album. It's really good. The kids are loving it. Um, well, I don't know if the kids are loving it. I don't care. Uh, I'm just, no, it's, it's really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, it is really fucking but, good. Okay. Uh, honestly, like, the Grand has started uh, advertising a lot of music to me on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and I don't buy 25% yeah. of it. I, I buy way less. Yeah. But, like, honestly, yeah, Instagram. Cool. That's how you found him? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Umdu Maktar is like really freaking cool. I pre-ordered this album like four months ago. It's, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. 
Um, so can I tell you about this, dude? I mean, you go into it. I already looked up some details on him. I'm, I kind of geeked out this afternoon. Yeah. So tell me. Uh, so he was born in Nigeria. Also, what do you call this album? What do you call it? What do you call it? What kind of music would you call it? The way I've tried to explain it. Yeah. Because I wouldn't call it I am. Okay. Uh, Is it confetti music? That's a good name for it. I would say, like, okay, imagine if Jimi Hendrix was raised not on blues and rock and roll, but was raised on, like, African Islamic hymns. Yeah. And then... Totally. And then you gave that to the guitar. Yeah. And, like... Yeah. That's how I describe it. That's totally right, dude. So drop it on me about this guy. Uh, you know, he's... he's uh, he was born in Niger, uh, which doesn't make him Nigerian. Um, so uh, he was raised deeply in the Islamic faith. Yeah. Really cool fact. His parents wouldn't let him get an electric guitar. Yeah. So his first guitar he built and the strings were made out of uh, cut bicycle brake cords. That's cool. I did not check that out. Yeah. That's awesome. I I looked up that he learned how to play guitar by watching uh, Eddie Van Halen videos. Like, and that, I mean, that comes through, uh, that influence comes through hard in those, yeah. like, sh- the way he shreds on that guitar. Yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't, he never bends his strings, which I love. Yeah. Um, That's cool. Like, he has a lot of ghost notes. I mean, the dude is just yeah. fucking sick. Yeah. He's I'm actually, to- I'm seeing him. Oh, you're going to go see him? Yeah. That's amazing. In September. That's awesome. I think he's dope because, one, he's left-handed. He plays a left-handed Stratocaster, yeah. which really, yeah. I think is freaking rad. Yeah. Um, I mean, as a lefty, like, I've always been, like, really, like, in love with left-handed musicians, you know? Yeah. Especially guitarists that play left-handed instruments, too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, really fucking rad. Uh, that, like, his, like, story is just really cool. Yeah. Uh, the album, I, like, I get this whole, like, I don't know, like, I don't know what kind of year, but this fucking, like, yeah, metal vibe of like just shredding like you know rock and roll like shredding guitar yeah and then like his lyrics are all i mean i don't understand them uh but uh they i've read some translations and it's like he's talking about like really cool shit like uh like just being alive and like talking about like religion and like sex and like all these other stuff that like just like that's really relevant right now like yeah uh and it's like okay cool man like you're this dude who's just like came out of nowhere shredding on a guitar and like singing about shit that matters uh yeah. i mean it's also but I, I read somewhere that he also was classified as like a wedding singer because yeah. he was like and like no, he would he, do he a bunch was, of islamic weddings but, like, like two years ago he was performing weddings yeah, right that's awesome. and then what's so sick is like the way he actually kind of got found as people were just handing out like like sd cards like they would record him at at weddings and then just be like, listen to this. Well, that was a really big thing to, in Africa, actually. Yeah. So, like, in the African music scene, uh, yeah. they, uh, like, that was, it wasn't like you, like, not everybody had the internet. Not right. everybody has, like, they don't, yeah. like, the technology we have in the yeah. States, right? And so the way they pass around music is SD cards through shitty old cell phones. Yeah. And, like, that's how you would uh, yeah. find new music and share it with people. Yeah. And there's, like, a whole scene there, man. Um, yeah. I have, like, this deep love for Africa that's just, like, is just rad. So I, yeah, I'm stoked on this music. So, so actually an American producer got a hold of one of the, one of those SD, phones. <laughs> at, well, one of the SD cards and tried to call him and he was like, yeah, like you're fucking with me. 
Awesome. And then he, like, the guy called him back. And that's how, like. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, it's it's just such a joyful story. Um, Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, I mean, also, it's, it's super hard to break out of that scene. I mean, I'm sure he's doing just well, but like yeah. now he's doing great, and yeah. this is awesome. Yeah, it is. Um, did you see that you could buy the album preloaded on a sixty-two, a Nokia sixty-two ten? No, but <laughs> yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. like that was one of the options, but yeah. not in America because we no longer have two G service. <laughs> Man, but like there are places where you could buy the album preloaded on a Nokia, which I thought was. Dope. I mean, but that's how that's how that stuff works, man. Yeah, um, yeah, that's interesting. It's it, really cool. It's such a cool album. Uh, I got the limited edition. The artwork is really disc. rad. Oh, did you? You got a picture yeah. disc? Is yeah. that your first picture picture disc? No. Okay. Oh, I got it. Anyway, so cool. I, the artwork is really cool. I love how the cover of it is. You know, this uh, cut out of Africa. Yeah. And then this like big bird. Yeah. Like, with it in its mouth. You know, yeah. like carrying it away. Uh, so I'm actually kind of bummed because uh, I did order the pic- picture disc. Yeah. So it didn't come with an album cover or a sleeve. It just came in like a naked plastic cover. Really? Just yeah. the sleeve? Just the disc? Yeah. I mean, I, I have picture discs that are like that, but that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've got something that came that way too. I was super bummed. Yeah, you I should be because that cover, album cover is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah hope, should, hopefully, like you should find another copy of it. Yeah. <laughs> or like trade like you know if you don't want the picture disc just go like trade that into the re- to the record store and then buy yourself a new copy nah, I want the picture disc I want both cool that's cool I mean that's okay man I have we talked about that before <laughs> yeah. I'm a guy that has a lot of the same version of the same record yeah. in my collection so I get it a lot of, not, not sorry a lot of different versions of the same record yeah. in my collection um, but yeah uh, it's a great record dude I, the, I liked your description of him the Jimi Hendrix reference uh the guitar part is just rad i mean like he really shreds on that thing dude Dude. and it has like that like sound where like you know the way he like picks at it like i don't know there's like this like sitar like-esque like fucking like i've never heard a guitar played like this yeah i don't like van halen no neither do i that's why when i read that i was like oh it makes sense though like i hate guitar music for the most part, like I mean, I'm not just I'm just I'm a drums guy. No, I'm a bass guy too. You know, but anyway, yeah, I I'm I'm like a gambit guy, but sure. like yeah, you're not, yeah. You're not struck on stuck on guitars. Yeah, like generally, like let me turn the guitar up and everything else down. Yeah, doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, this album really connects. Yeah, with it's me really though. cool because uh, this guy's doing it. He's doing the thing that I hate, but just in such a different way. It's like, yeah, that hits. Well, it's funny when it first when I first put it on, I was yeah. like, oh, this is a West record. Because also, like, you have like that you you really go for all those funky styles, you know, yeah. and that stuff like resonates with you because it kind of is your personality, right? Like yeah. that funky stuff hits you, and yeah. it's just like, oh yeah, this of course he's gonna dig this. This is like right up his alley. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna ask you, have you ran to it? Uh no, but I've done yard work to it. Uh, I've napped to it. Anyway. I've I've cooked I've I've like I've done everything but run to it. You gotta I, run to it, man. I I'm gonna. I ran to it a little bit, you know, like in respect to like what I think Saharan music needs. Not running to it till like it's a hundred degrees out. Like, <laughs> like, Fair. I've, Fair I I like I will run to it, but it's got to be like yeah. scorching hot. Yeah, yeah. But like yesterday, I was working yeah. in the yard. It was eighty degrees. As perfect, definitely blasting. 
that stuff. I mean, yeah, I don't do Mark Dart. This is awesome. It's dude, really awesome. He's incredible. Everyone should listen to it. Like, if nothing else, like you Just might not love it. it. Yeah, you might not love it, but like this guy's it's quite the opposite from my record. Like, don't listen to these back to back. You're gonna be really confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't like, like. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, everyone should listen to your like. Like, these are two very unique musical experiences. Yes. Like, I would like, agree with that. Like, just... Lay on your floor and put either one of these records on or both of them. Just not at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. For sure. Yeah, for sure. That's great. I want to... So I want to touch on something that we touched on briefly before. It's something to hang off on the spin of the week. Yeah. Concerts are coming back. Oh my God, dude. Concerts are coming back, man. Okay, so... You, we bought concert tickets, dude. Uh, the first concert ticket I bought yeah. was for Arlo Parks cool. in October in Salt Lake City. Cool. I'm going to go see her and take a couple friends to uh, see Arlo Parks. It's a really cool little venue that's like this old punk rock venue in the Salt Lake frickin' city. Yeah. Uh, and it's like probably the size of like, it's a small place with a little stage in the yeah. corner. It's going to be super intimate. Yeah. She's like still so unknown in the U.S. Tickets are $12. I'm like, yeah, I'm there. I've been there. Like, uh, yeah, I can't wait. Um, what about you? What was your first purchase? Um, so I have. We're going to Primus this summer, but you bought the tickets. Yeah, I, I bought tickets for that. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, uh, yeah. So, I have three concerts that I don't remember in which order I purchased. Them. Yeah. Okay. They're all in September. Okay. I'm seeing Modest Mouse and Future Islands. Cool. Ah. Uh, I'm saying Undu Maktar. Yes. And I'm saying Death Cab Cab for Cutie. Yeah, dude. I bought tickets at Death Cab show. I actually put them in and out of my cart like eight times. And then a friend of mine was like, oh, I bought tickets to Death Cab. Are you going to buy it? Are you going to go? And I was like, yeah, I've been putting them in and out of my shopping cart. And she was like, just do it, dude. Like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, yeah, Yeah. of course. So yeah, that's in September. We're going to go to that show. That's going to be awesome. Um, I can't wait. Also, that... It was super funny when you went, you texted me about that show. But yeah, so I got that. Um, I'm also going to go see Fish uh, for the first time in cool. three years. Last show was 2018 uh, at the Gorge in, in Washington. A three-night show of, like, awesome fucking music and, yeah. like, great energy. My favorite thing about that venue is, like, the Gorge is just beautiful. But also you get to see the sunset behind the stage while you have music playing. And you're just, like, in awe of, like, the world around you. Yeah. It's a really beautiful Also, place. if you're at a fish show, you're probably on drugs. So anyway, it's like, it'd <laughs> be really fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've got those two shows. Yeah, the, uh, um, uh, I'm not going to do that. I might do the Modest Mouse show. That'd be really fun. But also I've got a Hold a, Steady 2022 yeah. <laughs> in uh, Denver. Cool. Which is like still so far away. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, Modest Mouse is in Seattle. Oh, uh, yeah. Where are they playing? <sighs> I don't even know. All right. I like. Oh, I'm gonna go see. Uh, I think I'm gonna go see Glass Animals with a friend of mine. I like that'll Glass be, Animals. That'd be really fun. Yeah. And that's in Seattle. That'd be, cool. Be, I think it's on. When are they playing? Ah, I want to say it's like November or something like that. Sweet. Yeah. My like like three week three concerts in September is like. It's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, it's a lot. Um, Umdu Mokhtar is playing the Crocodile, the old Crocodile. I love the Crocodile. That's a great venue. Cool. Yeah. Like, I'm really stoked about it. Yeah, that would be awesome. So, um, yeah. I thought about buying, so Joseph just uh, 
the band Joseph just put a uh, show up for Portland in like July. Cool. And they were the last band I saw before the pandemic. That was the last live show I went to was was them. Cool. And so I was like, I think I might make that my last live show and my first live show. That would be cool. Which would be really fun. Oh, you know, yeah. it'd be like a weird experience to be like, the last time I saw live music in person was this band like a year and a half, two years ago or whatever, a year and a half ago. Uh, that'll be a trip. We should have made this episode about fucking live music coming back. Why the fuck did we try to get deep on other shit? Ah, oh, because you're, you're trying to table though. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got to go? Nah. Uh, you know, feed your kid. I that's know. typically what you say at the end of the episode. Yeah. Now I got to feed my kid. Yeah, because I'm a terrible parent. No. Um, no, I don't have anywhere to go, but I do feel like, I guess, comfortable turning, like, calling it the episode. Sure, yeah, man. Yeah. Being, being less performative. I'm leaving the mic on. But, yeah, I...